I think you might notice a little bit of a different voice right now leading you off. That is because I, Yehuda, oh. the original guest star. You're not a guest. You're one of us. We have to be switching our whole name because of you. Don't give away our secret. You knew, like, the Ravens need one touchdown. Like, the Broncos might score one more field. Get one more touchdown. Yeah, you went 10-9. Five, you can win 10-9. I'm going to go with the commanders as well, just because it's too much of a question mark um, over there on the center for this. <laughs> I can't believe you saw that right now. I don't even... That's asinine. You're crazy. He, he's got You're the crazy. full package. He's no way. I don't care. No way. I can't, I can't even. It's hard to even look at you right now when you say something like that. That's crazy. Okay. And guess what? In basketball, you use a basketball. In football, you use a football. So, Meisty, some people have said that they're boycotting Week 18 because they have to cut, right, for a lot of records, the 18th week sort of messed everything up. Right now, a lot of records are going to be broken, most rushing yards, most receiving yards, most passing yards, because you have the extra week. But a lot of people are saying, really, the record books should end by Week 17, and anything that happens in Week 18 shouldn't count. Well, the NFL to the rescue, because there have never been more backups in a Week 18 than there have been this week. So I don't know if there'll be that many records broken in this Week 18, Meisty, but we got Week 18 coming up, playoff run. How are we feeling, Meisty? Uh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling fantastic. I think it's... I was hoping for a little bit more excitement, but a lot of teams took those losses in the last two weeks. And uh, we've kind of fizzled down to like, what, four or five games that really matter? Five, six, maybe? Five, five? Yeah, agreed. And by the way, a lot of people can see over here that it's me. You can see my face, and then you can see Meisty as a cartoon. Meisty just on the audio today. But it's okay because we'll be using the playoff machine, as you see over here, for most of the day. Either way, but correct, Micey, just to just to just to back, you know piggyback off that point. I think there are a lot of meaningless games this week. At least five or six, just off the top of my head, and I'm looking at the schedule right now. And generally, there are more meaningful games, right? I mean, really, the games that mean a lot for both teams, that mean something for both teams, are being played on Saturday night and Sunday night. The other ones are sort of just one-sided affairs, right? It doesn't mean something for one team but not the other. So, and maybe that's a product of there being an 18th week. I, I don't know if that's what it is per se. Um, I think there are a lot of backup quarterbacks in general. That was, I think only six. You sent me the stat that only five yeah, or nine. six teams have 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 this. Their starting quarterback has played every game this season, I believe. Only five or six teams. Yeah, I, it wasn't me who sent that to you, but I, sent, I saw. I think I saw something too. I saw the graphic as well. So let's get start with the playoff machine. Let's look at it. Um, I need to show share you my screen so you can see what what the heck is going on over here. All right, so let's do that. Gotta share my screen with you. All right, and you'll tell me if you can see it. Can you see that, Meisty? It's coming across my screen. Okay, great. I can. You can see it, right? Yeah. Okay. One second. All right, let's do it, man. So I shared my screen. Okay. All right, here's the playoff machine in all of its glory. <laughs> Gotta love this, Meisty. I don't think two people love, love this machine more than you and I do in this world. I mean, the the calculations. I the think there's way. only I think there's only one. The guy who creates this, he he <laughs> really he he really takes this. 
may be that guy. Uh, even the, even him, he's probably sick of it at this point. He's gone through so many different no. softwares. That, no, you don't think so? No. Rocky, the playoff machine is probably it's his greatest invention. It's his baby. It's his baby. Yeah, it's just his, it's his greatest invention. It's Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter if he invented, uh, if he invented calculus or if he <laughs> discovered gravity. His greatest invention was the playoff uh, machine. I can't argue with that one, man. I hear what you're saying. So let's take a look over here. I want to start from the bottom of the AFC, okay? Bottom of the AFC. You see my mouse? I'm circling over here. All right. Yeah. Okay, we, we all know Sunday night is a very simple scenario. There's no two ways to it. Saturday night. I mean, Saturday night, I'm sorry. There's no two ways to it, right? It's win and in. If there's a tie, they can both get eliminated, interestingly enough. But if, if, if one of them wins, they're in. Whether or not they'll be AFC South champions or will simply get in as a wild card is yet to be determined on Sunday. But winning in for sure Saturday night, which makes it a very intriguing matchup, Meisty, right? I mean, who would have thought when Anthony Richardson went down at the beginning of the season, Gardner Minshew would come in and lead the Colts to a potential... This is a playoff game for them. They can win here, get into the playoffs with 10 wins. Who would have thought that Gardner Minshew and the Colts would be in such a position, Meisty? I mean, that's one of the surprises of the season. For sure, for sure. I mean, I... You know, I'm going to call up the NFL for this. I think this should have been the Sunday night game. I think it's just so much better. That this, we always talk, look, you know, week 18, the Sunday night game is winning in is the game. And the issue is that the NFL thinks that, what is it, the Buffalo game? They think because it's going to, you know, more people are going to tune in for Buffalo, Miami. So then why would they ever put Colts, Texans winning in? But this should be Sunday night. They put it Saturday night primetime. Okay, but this is not Saturday night. This is Sunday night primetime winning in. We're talking about week 18 winning in here. We don't, we don't get better than this. No, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm completely with you. I actually agree with you there. I know people are going to be disappointed that I agree with you there, but I'm totally with you. I think Bills and Dolphins are bigger markets, bigger names, better teams. I know Buffalo's not a big market, but in terms of, you know, the, 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 they're obviously yeah, more popular. They're a more popular team, correct. The Buffalo yeah. market and f- the football in Buffalo is, is everything there. So, And obviously the Dolphins are Miami. So I think that's why AFC East on the line okay great i mean by the time that that game could that game comes there's a very good chance that the bills would have clinched already so it's not like there's a good chance they won't even playing for their lives it's just a matter of seeding i'm with you there like i like winning yeah. in scenarios it's, i like that the, the week 18 sunday night game should be an extension of the playoffs that's what i think and that's what expect, the week 18 should be an extension of the playoffs meaning that the Week 18 Sunday night game should be win. This is a playoff game. You lose, you're out. You win, you're in. And that's what Texas yeah. Colts is. So that's yeah. I can or, completely or with they should do it the way, or or they should be doing it the way soccer does it on their last day. Every single team plays at the exact same second. Everyone kicks off and they start their games at the same time. They don't all finish the same time because there's always a few minutes here and there. But you know, they finish around the same time and they start this, but they all start at the same whistle and they all, all 15 or whatever games go on. That's how the NFL, if they want to do it. And, and if they're not going to put Texans Colts Sunday Night Football to win an in game, then you all teams at one o'clock should be kicking off or four o'clock, everyone kick off. And then, like, at one second, the, all the stadiums are constantly watching who's in, who's in, who's in, this team, that team, you know what I'm saying? The, the nine stadiums that will have games that matter. We'll, we'll be constantly looking here. Half the games are done by the time you're, the Jaguars start, you know? Yeah. Silly. Yeah. Well, I think, well, in the past, they have tried to do that. They've tried to align the games in such a way that all the teams that are relevant to each other are yeah. playing at the same time. But this year, it's not like that at all. I mean, the Steelers winning 
the Steelers literally, whether they win or not, are completely dependent on other teams, right? Right. So it's like, what's the point of putting them there? They got right. I, 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 okay, I, so that, so that, I, I would say all the games, all the games that matter, including the Ravens Steelers game, because at the end of the day, it could matter, should start at the same time. That agreed. Way it's agreed. I, I'm with you there. Yeah. So let's talk about yeah. the Steelers situation yeah. for a little bit, okay? Because the Steelers have the most fascinating scenario by far that yet to be determined. The Steelers have a simple path. They have to win. But even if they win, as you'll see, it is not so simple that the Pittsburgh Steelers will go ahead. You still see my screen, right? Yeah. It is not so simple that the Pittsburgh Steelers will go ahead and make it. As you see, if the Steelers win, but then the Jaguars and Bills also win, and this game does not result in a tie, so then the Steelers... So pretty much the Steelers need either the Jaguars or Bills to lose. Very simple. Steelers win, plus Jaguars loss, win, plus Bills loss. Steelers are in the playoffs, right? Now, where it gets much more interesting with the Steelers is that if they lose, it's actually not the crazy scenario for them to still make it, Meisty. I mean, it's a fascinating thing. It is pretty crazy because you're going to need some things. Well, all they need is the the Jaguars to lose and the Broncos to win, and they're in. Nothing else matters. Well, I thought they also needed Buffalo. It's hard. No, they don't need Buffalo. Yeah. That's all that because Buffalo uh, will make it regardless. Right? Buffalo loses, they'll be the six. It doesn't make a difference, Buffalo, because they have one more win. Uh, than the right. Win. right. Uh-huh. So all they need is a te- now. I don't think the Jaguars will lose in a must-win game, but it's possible. I mean, especially if Will Levis plays, right? Which he might still probably about to be Tannehill. Now, Jared, I probably have less confidence in Jared Stidham than I do in Will Levis beating the Jaguars. Theoretically, if that were the case, I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah. But but it's not the craziest thing. If you win, you need you need either the Jaguars or Bills to lose. If you lose, you need the Jaguars and the Broncos to lose. It's not like a win. A, a win, yes, it helps them. But I would say their chances go down by twenty to twenty five percent, not like eighty percent. You know what I'm saying? That's where I'm looking. Yes. At. You don't want to rely on the Jaguars having to lose to the Titans in a must win game. That's sort nope. of the problem there. But yeah, Steelers, Steelers would be would be well off to win. Okay. Anyway, did you see Mike Vrabel? Mike Vrabel in the in a, in a press conference today. What did he say? So like, you know, he they asked him about like losing and like you know how much do you care to win this game and stuff. He's like, losing sucks. Losing is just awful. No, no one likes to lose. Right, right. He's like, and he just like went off on the reporter. And like the ne- as the next reporter started asking questions, he's like shoots another like remark at the guy. He's like. The other questions or like something like that. Like it was just, it was it was very funny. Titans are really going to try to win this game. <laughs> no, Dan Campbell did the same thing. It was Saturday night after the Cowboys Lions game, and the reporter asked him similar oh, questions. Yes. No, they, they, the reporter yeah, asked him. Right. The reporter asked him, "Dan, I sense some frustration on your face, right?" That's what the reporter asked him, and then and then Campbell's like. Because I don't like losing Dan, or no, Adam, whatever his name was. I don't like losing Adam. Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to freak out at you, but I, I don't like getting the L. I just don't like it, you know? Because <laughs> I don't like losing. Uh, you got to love these guys. They're so good. These, these epitomize old, you know, hard, hard-nosed, old-fashioned NFL. So yeah. we, got, we got the Steelers. They need to win. Bills loss or Jaguars loss. If they lose, then they can get the Broncos and Jaguars to both lose and still get in. Or the Raiders and Jaguars lose and still both get in. Okay, let's move on to the Bills. The Bills, we know, can make it with a win. They can also make it with either a Steelers or Jaguars loss, right? They lose, Steelers lose, they're, they're in. Which which sets up a very interesting thing, Meisty, because if you think about it, who would the Ravens rather see in the playoffs, the Bills or the Steelers? 
never want to see the Steelers, but the you Blue, even but, let, but in a year like this year, but in a year like this, you don't want to see the Bills. Correct. Correct. So the Ravens beating the Steelers, it really makes the Bills' chances tough because then you either you have to beat the Dolphins in Miami, not an easy one, or you need the Jaguars to lose to the Titans. So like the that Steelers game is actually very big for the Bills. It's a very big game. And the Ravens sort of control the, the Steelers. I mean, obviously, they can't just beat them if they want to. They've all obviously struggled against the Steelers recently anyway. They've lost six out of the last seven to the Steelers. But, like, you know. Well, well, Tyler Huntley is the only quarterback in the last three years to beat the Steelers. That's right. I, I think Lamar Jackson might be 0-4 against the Steelers in his last four attempts. I th- he's only beaten the Steelers once in his career it's in 2019. Does Troy Fulamalu still play for them? And James, yeah, he must. That's the only reason they've still... It's six out of the last seven. It's crazy. You would think they're the only team that's been able to beat the Ravens like that in the last bunch of years. But because, you know, Lamar Jackson's won, what, 75% of his games, and the Steelers have, have beaten him down somehow. Even though this year he happened to, happens to be, this year he played his best game against the Steelers, and the receivers dropped seven passes. But anyway, we won't get to that. Now, okay. my, my point is that the Ravens the Ravens could really benefit themselves by beating the Steelers and eliminating... By, by letting the Steelers win and eliminating the Bills. It's a very interesting thing. <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. So it's I, I mean, as long as Buffalo can go into Miami and win, it doesn't help us in that. Listen, they're going to Miami. Miami doesn't lose at home, apparently. I don't know. That's what they say, at least. Um, missing a lot of players. Missing a lot of players. They get that extra couple hours. They'll get a couple hours to warm up on Sunday. But They're on the back of an embarrassing loss. Going to want to get that win for the playoffs. You know, it's a big game for Miami. I think, I think they're going to – I mean, it's not in reality. It doesn't really matter. It's just a matter of seeding. But – you know, maybe for them, I don't know. Morale, how much does that play into? I don't know with these things. It's hard to know. But anyway, so that game, fine. So the Bills, we know, the Bills will be eliminated if they lose and both the Steelers and Jaguars win. That's how they're eliminated. Good. Okay, moving on to the um, the Colts, we said, win and in. Now, the Colts and Texans are either playing for the for the 6th or 7th seed, but if the Jaguars lose, they're playing for the AFC South. They won't know that Saturday night, of course. By the way, that would have made it way more intriguing even, right? Like, if you would have put this game Sunday night and the Jaguars would have lost, it's like, this is not only for a playoff spot, it's for the for the division. This is where this is for the champ and the loser goes home. I know, I know. This is a big game. I know. I, I'm with you, Amosi. I, I do not like the fact that they put this Saturday night. But anyway. Because it's it, a small market. Yeah. But you know what? Give it, you know what? Give it, Rocky, give it two years when it's CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson and then there's Slinging it out on Sunday night football. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the thing, Meisty. I mean, you know, if we came into this year saying the Jaguars are going to win this division simply by default, right? There's really no one there that's going to compete. It's it's the Texans stink. The Colts they stink. Have the injuries. And that, right. And all of a sudden, CJ Stroud comes in there and he's the rookie of the year. And, and and Anthony Richardson starts off playing pretty well, and Gardner Minshew, and it's Minshew Mania again. Minshew Mania all over again. And all of a sudden, we're in a situation where three of the four teams in the, in, in the AFC South are going to finish the season with a winning record. I mean, who the heck would have seen that? I mean, this is, a, this is probably the second best. This is probably only one of only two divisions with, with three winning teams. Am I correct about that? Probably is, right? Other than the AFC North, you have the AFC South. Who else you got? I don't think you got anyone else. It's a crazy no, concept. You know. That's a crazy concept. Um, well, the Seahawks might, depending on the Seahawks might if they win this week. That would be the only best. But anyway, so that's a crazy thought. And here you are. Um, th- you know, you can, you're going to have two AFC South teams in the playoffs most likely. So that's pretty crazy. Um, okay, so let's go ahead. and Okay, so everything else in the AFC. It, Miami is playing for seeding. They're going to either be six 
or or two. That those are the only two spots they can move, as you see. And it, it really sets up a very interesting matchup, right? They're, most likely, you're going to either have Buffalo, Kansas City, or Miami, Kansas City in week in, in the wild card round. I mean, that's a compelling wild card matchup. Nor, these are the types of games you get yeah. in the AFC Championship round, Mikey. And you're getting this in the wild card game. You know, if Miami can go into Kansas City and take care of business, I got Lord bless them. You're saying it's not you. You you still think that the Chiefs are going to make a run even after the recent struggles? That's right. You're going to have to go into Kansas City in January and beat them. Don't tell me it's that it's that easy. It's not. I'm sorry. You did. No one ever went into just walked into New England and said. Oh, they're struggling. Let's go beat them. Really? I, yeah, I agree with you, especially when you have the best quarterback in football. But, you know, the question is... How, he's are, the best player right now. He's the best player, an active fighter. He is, but the question is, you know, you do need... You know, the quarterback is the most important position. However, it's not the only position, right? You do need your guys to help yourself out. And the, the Chiefs have had a bottom five receiving core the entire year. I mean, if that really continues throughout the playoffs, they, they are going to have a hard time moving the ball down the field, scoring points, so on and so forth. I mean, even against the Bengals, where the offense came back to life, they only scored one touchdown the entire game, right? Yeah. So they're still having a hard time putting the ball in the end zone, um, marching the ball down the field a little better, getting Rasheed Rice involved maybe the last six or seven weeks of the season. That's been great for them because they needed that. But, like, man, everyone else, I mean, MVS, Tony, they all just seem to not get – they can't get it together. That's, you know – it's, it's really nah, yeah, it's, it's always one guy struggling or this guy struggling. Oh, yeah, agree. Uh, it'll, it'll be an interesting wild card matchup. I'm excited to see that, and, and I'm also excited. The Ravens. This is exactly the, the way you have it set up is exactly how the Ravens want it. Because, right. Right. Because, because as long as, oh, actually, it's not really true. You really want Buffalo to win because, uh, yeah. This is no. no you want the, the way you want it is like this. This is how you want it. No. Yes. 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 You want it like this yes. because I'll tell you why. You want Miami and yes. Kansas City are your two biggest contenders except for Buffalo. One of them will automatically lose, right? So you get you get no, one of them right. out, and now you give yeah, yourself a chance to play Houston or, or Indy. And at worst, you play Miami or Cleveland or Indy. I'm saying at worst, you end up playing down the bottom. You well, end up well. You could if all these three the teams side. win, you play Jacksonville, which wouldn't be the worst thing either. I'm saying it's. Tough. Yeah. I'm saying the worst team you're going to play. I'm saying you're not going to be playing Kansas City and you're not playing Buffalo. Correct. Uh, in the right, so that's and that's an interesting thing, right? You're all, that, right. Yes, that's huge. That's huge because think about it. You Miami and Kansas City will take care of each other, and in the next round, even if even if Kansas City wins, Kansas City and Buffalo will take care of each other. So correct, and you get the bottom half, and then you just right. get the bottom half, right. and, and and you get you know you can end up with Jacksonville, Cleveland, Miami, Indy. Give me all of them. They, you know what? They can combine for one team. Let well, like Joe Flacco the, the Browns, Yeah, but the Browns are such a good defense. Ah, it sort of scare me a little bit. Browns. I know it's scares me. It scares me. Hey, you know you, you know what you're gonna need. You're gonna need a Trevor Lawrence legacy game. Comes through, <laughs> knocks off Joe Flacco. That might happen. And you're like. Right, that may happen. The thing is about Trevor Lawrence, yes, he really hasn't looked good. He really, C.J. Beathard healthy has looked better than a hurt Trevor Lawrence. Really? Can you imagine if Joe Flacco and Terry Kill are on one team? <laughs> well, Joe Flacco and Amari Cooper are. Cool. And that's been that's. Been I know, but can you imagine Terry Kill? Terry Kill, they really win Super Bowl after Super Bowl. They, there's no one who could throw it deeper, and there's no one who could run to that faster. So he just. Has to throw it there, well, and he's just to run faster than you there. Let's talk about let's talk about Flacco for a second, okay? Because I think everyone's freaking out over Flacco for no reason, okay? I, I'm not I'm not overly listen. Flacco's looked horrible for seven years now, 
But but the one thing he's always been able to do, even since he left the Ravens, he's been able to randomly sling the ball 50 yards down the field and complete a big play and, and create a big play, right? That's something he's randomly been able to do. Will he sling the ball to the defense uh-huh. three times every game? Of course he will, right? He's Joe uh-huh. Flacco. He's been doing that his entire career. But that's, that's a given, and he's been doing that with Cleveland. If you take out the Texans game, he literally, I think he has eight turnover-worthy plays in his other three games. So you're good for at least two or three minutes. What? It's the fact that he always had that's defense. Exact. That's what scares me about the Browns. So Joe Flacco will, will have his two or three mistake mistakes mistakes in there, but he might also have his two big throws in there. And with the great defense, you can cover up for the turnovers, and the Browns can keep you in a lot of games with that formula. That's the thing. Yeah, but you can't you can't um, you can't turn the ball over three times against the Ravens and and, and try to still be in the game. I mean, the Ravens' offense is going to be moving. Right, especially if it's uh, well, they might be rusty going off. If, if but if the Browns beat Jacksonville, they're the ones coming to Baltimore. They're going to be pumped and ready. Wow. Oh no! So you're getting a little scared too now. No, listen. I mean, listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think this. I think that I think that the Browns, the team you want to play the most is you want somehow the tech. You want the Texans or Colts to sneak in as a seven seed and then them winning the first round. That's that's obvious, right? That's well, you want to play it doesn't most. mean. That, like, but you say that, but if Texas, listen, if it's the Colts, I'll take the Colts. But if C.J. Stroud is being C.J. Stroud and, and he's just, you know, I, hooking I up agree. with these guys. Because they have to beat Buffalo. If they beat Buffalo, that means they're, they're, they are somehow legit. Or did Buffalo just play a really bad game? I, I agree that I, I don't love playing the Texans, but I, I like it better than the alternative options. That's yeah, obviously. I mean, I, I sort of don't mind Jacksonville either. The, play, the, way, the way Trevor Lawrence has been playing recently, so. I mean, there's Buffalo, a lot to Please play. win this game. Oh, oh Buffalo. You want Buffalo to win Sunday night? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, just just make it all happen. It'll make it easier. It will. I sort of agree with you. If the Bills already clinched by Sunday night, I think I'm with you. I think I'd rather the Bills. If they if they don't, then it's probably better if they're out of the playoffs altogether. By the way, the fact that Flacco is sitting, he's going to get rocked. <laughs> Flacco's not good with Russ. No, I'm kidding. He's 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 no. He's gotten sat in Week 17 before, and they've been fine in the playoffs. <laughs> but he's old. Okay, should we move on to the NFC? By the way, I don't know. Yeah, before we run to the NFC, I don't know if you watched this or if you heard about this hole in one from, from Jersey Jerry in Barstool. Uh, Morty, you have to. Oh, so this guy he streamed for twenty for for one day, thirteen hours, and he hit the ball twenty six plus hundred times on a simulator to try to get a hole-in-one, and he finally got it. So shout-out to Jersey Jerry, finally hitting his hole-in-one. Unbelievable. Just me and Morty constantly were just watching it on and off, on and off, being like, oh, my gosh. And then he kept getting really close. Um, Tom Brady tweeted out. It was the number one thing trending on Twitter this morning. Tom Brady tweeted about it. TGA Tour tweeted about it. Like, they're all just, like, cheering on the sky. It was really funny. This is what people are hawking about nowadays? (laughs) <laughs> well yeah because you have to understand you know they need the media has to cover up uh, the other stories this oh, is better than what other, other things people are talking about no, okay? yeah, yeah, it's true you gotta pick your poison sometimes <laughs> a guy trying to hit a hole a guy trying to hit a hole one it should I'm, be a, I'm not the, even the surprised that's happening in this world yeah, I'm the, not the even worst su- thing in this world that should be happening you know right, anyway to the NFC that commercial was brought to you by Meisty's head. Anyway, <laughs> what's going? What latest? Latest happenings? Latest happenings in the world? That's our that's our segment over there. Let's move on to the NFC. Okay, let's our, start. New, our new segment. Our new segment is uh, is uh, what's happening. Latest talks. Okay, <laughs> what's good and new? 
Okay, seventh seed in the NFC. We got the Packers currently in line winning in. Now, what if the Packers lose, Beisty? What happens then? You want to tell everyone what happens then? <laughs> Seattle. Correct. Now, what if Seattle loses? What happens then? Oh, no. Aha, uh-huh, now is where it gets oh, no, fun. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I don't want to see that. That's ugly. You're like, okay. anyone else. No, but New Orleans would get in there. Yeah, what happens if New Orleans takes the, the, the loss? The Vikings, the, would, the Vikings would be the next, um, I believe. Because then the. Go, what well, does it take the Falcons? No, it takes. No way. No, oh. oh, technically right. The Saints, if the, if the Saints don't win the division, then the Saints <laughs> would get the Falcons <laughs> in here. What happens if the Falcons win? But if the. Panthers beat the Bucks, which is not. No, gonna no that's not happening. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, then, right. So no, what the Bucks? Okay, here's. <laughs> okay, Packers winning in. If the Packers lose, then they need a Seahawks Seattle. loss. They need a Seahawks loss. They need a Vikings loss, and they need a Saints loss. And then the Jeez. Packers are still in there, right? So Packers uh-huh. winning in. Pa- Packers can lose and still make it with a Seahawks, Saints, and Vikings loss. Now, what about the Seahawks? Are very simple. The Seahawks win. Uh-huh. Packers lose. Uh-huh. Win Packers loss. That's the, that's that's how they get in. Okay, now now's where it gets fun. Okay, the NFC uh, South is going exactly how we thought it would by Steve. Right? This is the most predictable <laughs> division every year. Every <laughs> year they had Brady for a couple of years that Tom did it. By the way, but but oh, right. after that, after after those that, years, that, yes, you know, it's the so winner's going to be so sad. It's right. sad. It's sad. It's it's truly sad, but it's amazing. It's, it's exactly. It's, it's like it's nine sad. and eight, ten and seven. That's it. And you're just, like you're gonna be just good enough. Whoever makes it, Saints. Fa- and here we are, week eighteen, and three of the four teams can still win the division, and none of us are shocked whatsoever. And you and can have to- but the Green Prince is still off. Our spot for the other one, right? Well, the bottom of the NFC has actually been a little shaky this year. It's been more competitive. I wouldn't say shaky. But because the Rams already clinched, okay. Well, we'll get to the Rams in a second, okay. There's an interesting yeah, so stuff. The Cowboys there. are going to win the division. We'll get. Yeah. We'll definitely get to that in a second as well. But let's stay on this for a second. The last team that's going to sneak into the yeah, playoffs, okay. Yeah. So we said Packers win or they lose, and three other teams lose. They lose, and three other teams lose. Seahawks win, Packers lose. That's the only thing. Now, what what happens if what hap- what do the Saints need to win? Very okay. So the most simple scenario is most simplest. Is that it? The simplest scenario is Bucks lose, they win, they win the division. Right. However, let's say yeah, the Bucks beat the playoffs. That would be insane. Know, to lose the last two like that, that would be really a collapse for them. Especially Baker playing well. You'd like to see him in the playoffs play against the Eagles in the first round. That'd be a fun matchup. Oh, so much fun. I know. I would love to see that. Anyway, so we'll see if that happens. But let's just say the Bucks lose to the lowly Panthers who are already locked in at the number one seed, which of course we'll have to discuss throughout the offseason what the Bears are going to do with that, which is not even their pick. I mean, just an absolute collapse in Carolina. But we'll get to that soon. But okay, so let's say the Bucks lose to the Carolina Panthers. Let's say the Bucks, I'm sorry, Bucks beat the Panthers. Saints, Saint, one of the Saints scenarios is either they win, Bucks lose, they win the division. Let's say the Bucks win. More likely to happen. Then what do the Saints need? Then what do the Saints need? They need, they need the Bears to win, or they need Seattle to lose. Boom. And if those two things happen, the Saints will make it even without the Bucks. I would say the Saints, the Saints' more likely path is probably this <laughs> than this. Uh, the Saints, the Saints have a chance at it. They really do. I mean, the Cardinals have been playing well lately, and the Bears are just trying to beat the Packers for once in their lives. So, the ba- yes. I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> will Will the Packers? Will the Packers get knocked out? By a division opponent two straight years in a game that's meaningless to the opponent. Well, that's the question. The Bears? Yeah, last year, the Lions. Week 18. Remember? Sunday night football. This year, it's the Bears. The Bears. 
who are, by the way, coming in red hot. Just saying. That's what I'm saying. By the way, if if what's his name doesn't drop that hail mary, if what's his name doesn't drop that hail mary against the Browns right in his hands, the Bears are playing for the playoff. Yeah, they're 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 playing for the. That's by the way, you know that would be the Sunday night football game. Oh yeah! That oh, 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 that would be fun. Oh, that would be that would be fun. Good Jordan Love, game. Justin Fields, two unsung heroes. Who would have thought Justin Fields, the Bears trade away everything, first overall pick. Here we go. They're gonna get the number one overall pick, and they have a chance to make the playoffs in the last game of the season. Oh, woo, that's good TV right there. But it's not gonna happen. And then we woke up and realized that the Bears. Anyway, <laughs> the Bears are done. Because the Bears, the Bears could can end eight and nine, and the last. See it in the NFC can well can also end eight and nine, but they don't have any tiebreakers, so that's not going to happen. No, but anyway, fine. So that's the Saints. The Falcons also. Everyone's counting out the Falcons. The Falcons pretty much have the same scenario as the Bucks, as the Saints. Oh my gosh! I, 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 did you even know that? That would be. Yeah, I did. And all I need is the Panthers to win and they to win. I know it's so sad. It's literally the sad all. It's cra- I mean, yes, the Panthers <laughs> probably won't win, but it's still crazy that all they need is one loss from another team. Like that's crazy. And they like. Listen, they haven't been using Bijan lately. Just send Bijan to the Panthers. Maybe it'll help a little bit. You think Arthur Smith's going to get... Arthur Smith will probably be fired after this year. He's so bad. Probably not. I think all fantasy owners want him fired. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for darn sure. It's just so frustrating. It's like... And no, really the truth is, to be fair, they have to trade one of those guys because it's just so stupid to have both. And to so have Drake stupid. London too, and Drake London, right? Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and Bijan all yeah, they should all be so, they should all be top thirty fantasy players. Can can, can, Kyle, can Tom Brady just come out of retirement? Oh, maybe they should trade for Flacco. Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about that in the offseason. Who the next Falcons? Desmond Ritter. In my opinion, the Desmond Ritter. The truth is that. That 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 they should go be paying for uh, Kirk Cousins a billion dollars for Kirk Cousins and they they'd win the Super Bowl. Ooh, well, no, they have to get rid of Arthur Smith first. If Kirk, listen, if you, would, if you, if you go and get Kirk but, Cousins and then refuse to throw to your biggest playmakers, then it's not going to help much. Arthur Smith, obviously, Arthur Smith. Is, if they don't win the division here, Arthur Smith is out the door. Yeah, and and. and Right. I mean, do they can they make the wild card spot, or is that even? No, 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 no. no. Their only their only route is a win and a Bucks loss. That's their only route. Wow, it's pretty crazy that they get, that's that simple. I mean, this will be fun to watch Sunday afternoon. This will really be fun to watch. I'm actually pumped for that. Um, but isn't it great to be able to watch this week and next week, knowing that your team is not playing pretty much? <laughs> I'm just excited to watch Scott Hansen, Okay. Oh, one, one more time. time. One, one last hurrah. Last one last hurrah. I mean, kind of Till next year. I know. Uh, kind, of, kind of stinks. Week 18. Week 18 sad. Honestly, I don't understand why wild card. See, this is why the wild card should be all the games on the wild card should also be at one o'clock. So that's Kai Hansen's up and live and running. Ooh, and you just watch Kai Hansen. Just do them all at once. I love it. No commercials. Oh, yeah. Just. No, yeah, but I, I, I sort of like, no like spreading it out because then it's like 4.30 comes and you have no games anymore. You know, good point. Oh, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I like it the way it is now, but I, I see what okay, you're thinking. Up. Well, right, a couple games at one, a couple games at four, AFC at one, NFC at four, and then put one. Yeah, take away the Saturday games, okay? Just do. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, no more super. Saturday we games. don't need Saturday games. Just yeah, do a few games at one, a few games at four thirty, one game Sunday night. You could keep the Monday night game. NFL was made for Sundays. 
Agreed. And some Thursday night and Monday night. Now, because the whole thing with college, now they've been doing Saturday games for the last three weeks already. They've been doing Saturday games. So it's like... I know, but not, but we're, we're finished. We're done. We're done with college games. What are we doing? That's why. Because <laughs> when, when, col- when college regular season finishes, the NFL has a contract with the NCAA that so long as the NCAA has games, they can't put games on Saturday. But if there's no NCAA games, then the NFL... Oh, so, okay. so once uh, the regular season finished, once bowl season started and there were no Saturday games... So then they were they were free to put games on Saturday, and that's why the NFL didn't have a Monday night game this past week because it was the it was the uh, the, the the college football okay. playoffs, which lots of discussed there as well. But we won't get into college right now. Anyway, so okay, where are we at? Fine. So we discussed the Pack Packers, we discussed the Seahawks, we discussed the Vikings. The Vikings, no, we did, we didn't we didn't okay, go quickly. What do we need? For, what do the Vikings need? The Vikings sort of messed themselves over by losing to the Packers last week. They need a lot of help. They need a win. They need the Packers to lose. They need the Seahawks to lose, and they need either the Saints to lose or the Bucks to lose. So Packers and Seahawks, they need for sure. But then if the Bucks win and the Saints win, they're finished. They need one of those teams to lose, right? Because they need the Saints to win the division so that they can sneak in above the, uh, over the Bucks, Or they need uh, the Saints to lose so that they can sneak in over the Saints. Okay? Uh-huh. All right. Are we all still following at home over here? Everyone at home still following along? Okay, good. Um, okay, Rams. Let's talk to the Rams for a second here. They're, they're, Stafford's not playing, Okay. They're, they're, they're turning to good old Carson Wentz. Who else? Okay, so it'll be... By, by the way, talk about, talk about an intriguing game. Carson Wentz against Sam Darnold. Comeback player of the year, Carson Wentz? What? Against Sam Darnold, comeback player of the year. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is like... You know, this, Sam Darnold almost did have the comeback of the year. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was crazy. <laughs> I know, against the Ravens until they sacked us. Is you know what? So anyway, so Rams, Rams against Rams against Niners will be intriguing just because Carson Wentz. Anyway, the Rams aren't completely not playing for anything. Like if the Packers win and the Rams lose, as you see, the Rams go to seven, which means they would have to play the the, the Cowboys most likely instead of playing the Lions. Which I don't know about you, I'd rather play the Lions than the Cowboys. Uh, I don't know. I hear what you're saying. I just know what you're saying here. I, I'm very aware of what you're saying. I think as the Rams looking at it. They're, they're kind of just hoping that the 60 falls to them. And at the same time, they're getting rest out of some starters. And then at the same time, they don't really care. They're probably going to lose either way. Right. And they, well, with Darnold. With Darnold to win, listen, listen for, the, for, the, for the Rams to win a playoff game, Matthew Stafford has to be playing his A game. If Matthew Stafford doesn't show up to play his A game, and you're looking and you're like, oh, that didn't work either way. So it doesn't matter if it's against the Cowboys or the Lions. You're going to have to bring your A game. Their offense will be playing an A game. So if you don't bring your A game, and then your defense just has to do their own thing. The defense is, is, isn't, isn't a great defense, but they yeah. have to end out. So they'll do their thing. They'll do their thing. But, but right. you know, it's all up to Matthew Stafford. So really to them, I don't think it matters right now if it's the Cardinals. I mean, sorry, if it's the, if it's the Cowboys or if it's the Lions. Listen, I, I agree with you. I, I I'm also with I'm I'm also on the side that like if you don't get the one seed, seeding doesn't matter that much. I know that's a little controversial, but that's what I think. Home field. You want home? You you would like a home game? Uh, let, let's talk about that after. Let's get back to home field advantage in a second, okay? Because that's a good discussion to have. But anyway, so let's go back to the to the Eagles um Cowboys here. Okay, this is a very simple scenario because the Eagles have just I don't know what's happened over there in Philly the last bunch of weeks. But because of this, so the Eagles need. Hey, a, they hey, need. Have showed up. They need a who? I thought I, that, that's the Chiefs. So they I got need, the wrong Swift. If they end up tied, why? Why? Why is it that Dallas gets it? Because they have a better win percentage in conference games, even though they'll have the same division record. The the, the Cowboys have a better conference record. Interesting. Okay, good to know. 
And that's how, by the way, we should have used this more often. This is pretty cool. Uh-huh. Okay. I didn't even notice it. I mean, I knew it existed. I just never knew it right. constantly changed. This like really that. breaks it down I mean, very well. Wins over Miami based on head to head. Yeah, I used to say, used to just say what it was. It didn't need to give you the wins tiebreaker. I don't remember if it did, actually. Maybe I don't know. I always just assumed, oh, okay. I never really cared. I just know. Oh, right, okay. Right. You don't really, we don't really care how it happens, just that it does happen. I sort of like the technicalities of it. I don't know. Here, win percentage home. Course, okay, course, there's all the other... Oh my gosh, this game. Because you like PSF, it's a different community. Right, right. I want to know the nitty gritty details. So, anyway, so that's a very simple scenario because the Cowboys have a better conference record. So, therefore, they'll go ahead and win. If they win, they need a loss. The Eagles need a loss and a win in order to win the division, which will guarantee them a two seed, right? Even if the Lions win, then I believe, yeah. I, believe I believe the winner of this division. Um, will automatically, unless they both lose, in which case the Cowboys will be the right. But if they're tied, then they, they, both the Cowboys and the Eagles have a tiebreaker with the Lions. Okay. Lions are most likely looking at a, 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 you know, they're playing either the Packers or Rams next week, probably. Um, okay. So that's that. The Niners are locked in. And I think that's uh, any other scenarios to go through here. Who else did we miss? So we already saw that the Broncos can affect the Steelers, even though they're not even in contention, which is just crazy. What do you think, Mike? Do you think. Do you think like teams that aren't in contention anymore should oh, not be able to affect stop. tiebreakers? Listen, bottom line is, you, listen, every they, they constantly are backing into situations of how did you know? I don't know at what point did they decide the tiebreaker rules, but at, at the time that they decided the tiebreaker rules, um, you still there, Rocky? Oh, I'm there still there. I just I just stopped showing uh, this game. Yeah, yeah. So so as soon as whoever decided the tiebreakers, you have to understand. Like let's say let's say you didn't have that, so then you're going to be sitting here being like, well. They're tied. And what do we do? Do we just go to the coin flip? Well, we can go to the scenario. I don't understand the strength of schedule. That I will say. Well, that's. I'm well, not a fan of. Well, that's. I think what, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, that's, to be honest. That's, that's really far down the list of tiebreaker scenarios, right? Insane, but like that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Tiebreaker scenarios. That's, that's what that plays into. That's the whole Steelers, Broncos. Um, the Broncos Raiders game plays into strength of schedule. That's so stupid. <laughs> oh, oh no, no. I think the Broncos. I think that's a conference record. No. Let's, no, it goes into strength of let's, schedule. Let's go back to the machine. Let's go back to the machine. One second here. Let's check the reason. Okay. Let's say the Steelers lose. I know I'm not sharing it, but but the, but but everyone else can see it. The crowd can see it. Um, let me let me let me let me, say, let me share you my screen. You should see what's going on here too. Share what's going on here too. Oh. <laughs> Here we go, baby. Okay, it's back. Okay, we're back on the machine here. Um, okay, Steelers lose. And then we need the Jaguars to lose. And then we need the Broncos to win. Why do the Steelers get in? Doesn't even tell us. What? Hey. Click, 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 click the Raiders. What? The, what? Why doesn't it even tell us? Click the Raiders. Click, click the Raiders. Click the Raiders for a second. Okay. Now hit the tiebreakers. See what it still doesn't show. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, let me let me try this. Okay. And then <laughs> and then let's do this. And then, <laughs> and then let's see. What? It, it just went disappeared. <laughs> no thing. Tie, here we go. Tie breaking procedures. <laughs> <laughs> you still got my whole uh, sharing screen here? Okay, good. Yeah. The division champion with the best record division. No, we know all this. Okay. Two teams head to head. This, I had the NFL one out here. Okay, here we go. We got the NFL one. 
two clubs, three or more clubs, head to head. Now, when it comes to the, okay, so the scenario in our case would be the Jaguars, Broncos, and Steelers are in a three-way tiebreaker. Now, the problem is, I'll tell you why it is. If the Steelers and Jaguars are in a two-way tiebreaker, meaning if the Broncos lose, the Jaguars beat the Steelers. Remember, 20 to 10 earlier in the season, right? So they have the head-to-head. So the Steelers need a three-way tiebreaker because once it goes to three-way tiebreaker, it doesn't go to -to head-to-head anymore, right? It's only head-to-head if all the teams played each other, but they didn't. It's only best win-loss percentage in games amongst the clubs, but the Steelers and Broncos never played each other, right? Uh, so, you, so now you have right. to go to best win-loss percentage in games played within a division. That's only if it's if it is a, if it's a division one. Right. So all um, of that I think is silly. So hear hear me out, Rocky. Hear me out. And then I common games. Saying, I hear that. Common games. You see this? I see. I'm looking right at it, but I'm I'm telling you right now. I disagree. I, let me explain something to you real quick. Again, I, I love bringing the soccer analogy into this. In, in soccer. Every goal matters. At the end of the day, if, if you have a goal difference, and that that if you have a tiebreaker, you look at the who ha, who has scored a bigger goal differential between them and their opponent, and that plays into the factor. The same thing here. In, 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 in my opinion, and fantasy owners would love that. It would encourage teams to not slide at the one yard line, but maybe to slide at the one yard line. But we need the points for the tiebreaker just in case. You know what I'm saying? Like, interesting. And encourage teams to constantly, but do we need to score? But we need to win. Now you're gonna have the Dan Campbell's right. Well, we gotta score. Well, and, well and you'll have, you know, if you look far down the list, you will find best net points in all games, and best net points. Yes, in of course. So it does exist. Down, but of course it exists. But I'm saying it's trying to strength of schedule. When I played that team, they were they were they they were they were they weren't good. And then I played, and then you played them, and they. And then they were right. good, and it's like, well, that didn't make any sense. Right, it's right. Like if, you play the Bills in the, if you played the Bills in the first six games, you maybe you beat them, or, you know, maybe that. And if I played them in my strength of schedule, then in, in the last six games, I played them last week. Well, now they're, hot, they're one of the hottest teams in football, you know? So it's like, well, that's silly. Well, well, They were missing their quarterback that game, or, you know, someone got hurt. That it, does all these factor into it? Does that factor into strength? I don't know. I'm just – it's – Strength of it's schedule is number five. Strength schedule is only number five, as you see, right? Before that, I see. I'm, before that, that, I'm talking about all the strengths. I'm talking about strength of this, strength of victory, that. You don't like don't this know. stuff. You don't like strength schedule in all games. Strength no. of victory, you don't like all this stuff. That's why, like I say, I don't like the second. Just tell me that what happens if who wins. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't like how it happens. Just, just, That's I, you and when like, the teacher says, I'll show me your work. When the teacher says, show me your work, I said, it's on the calculator. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, why should I show you my work? I did. I got the right answer, and that's all that matters. Why is anything else relevant here? Hundred <laughs> percent. 